0: Okay, hello. How's it going, everybody? Kyle Mara gets the podcast. Uh, oh, I hope you're, not, uh, hope you're not too bummed out over there, wherever you're quarantining. Well, oh, you, Like I said a couple of weeks ago, I, pe- people have given up on quarantine. People are just hanging out. You know, it, it's like, I feel like everyone's back in high school. Like, you can't go to a bar, you can't go to a restaurant. You're kind of just like... You're living at home. I'm. am seeing people in their 20s and 30s on bikes going on like essentially playdates to other people's front yards to sit six feet apart and drink. That's what it is. By the way, I don't know if I've got into this. I talked about my walks. These people on bicycles. They. They. They need to realize they are on two thin wheels. Holy shit. Especially in the city, they need to realize. They are a firm shove away from meeting the road. It just ugh. Some of these they 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 think they they think they fucking run the place. And and I'm not like the casual bike riders. Like you know, I'm walking around the suburbs. People just you know there's room, but you, you come across a guy in like a lycra suit and a fancy helmet, and just left left. Oh my god! I want to fucking just show them show them what the road can do to their skin. You know anyway i uh I, I had well this segues nicely into what I, what I wanted to jump off i had aunt, I had dinner with my aunt last night I had my aunt over and uh she brought dinner and I realized I just sounded crazy like halfway through like I need more human interaction to get the crazy like I just unloaded every YouTube video I've watched in the past three weeks on her. I'm like, you gotta watch this. You gotta watch this. I'm not into conspiracy theories, but you should really watch this documentary on Netflix called Nobody Speak. It's just like, what? You just you just sound crazy, and it's 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 not who I am. Uh, I got you got to you got to be around more people. I think there's like there's a there's like a threshold for people. You know, we need to we need to be around each other to to not be crazy. Uh, I was I was telling her to watch. You know, what I what I realized after she left is I've been watching the news on YouTube, but, like, the actual news. I'm not watching, like, you know, podcast clips for news. I'm watching, like, Lester Holt, NBC Nightly News. They compress it. It's, like, 20 minutes. And I, I can't watch it. When it started, I was watching, you know, I was watching MSNBC, CNN, Fox News all together and kind of, like, you know, picking trying to figure out what was what but I I realized that they are like they're just they're a fancy clown they're a fancy entertainment service like they're gonna like you know to them this is like you know they don't want in my in my like twisted as like a like they don't want Corona to end. I feel like because this is the best thing for their ratings since Trump. Like they don't want Trump to lose because they if they like like MSNBC I think secretly wants Trump in office. CN, sorry, CNN too. CNN more wants Trump in office because that means people will actually watch CNN. You know that that's no big revelation. I might but i like I'm you hear that and then you realize like oh that really is true. That's not just some like you know bullshit idea someone you know touted out on Reddit. You know it's something real. But that's what I, so, but I realized I've been watching, I've been watching Lester Holt's, you know, the NBC Nightly News on YouTube, but then I'll watch, like, you know, whatever bullshit I watch on YouTube, you know, like, two monkeys fighting, or, like, a guitar video, or just, you know, comic owns this comic, but comic owns, uh, audience member, like, shit like that. You know, I I realized, too, uh... Someone sent me a, a, a Ben Shapiro thing and he was talking about uh how like Ben Shapiro was saying how his videos are kind of what started the like Ben Shapiro owns a liberal type of thing. And I didn't realize I think I didn't realize I'm curious what happens. What what came first? Comics doing that or Ben Shapiro doing that? Was was it comics like comic owns audience member owns Heckler? Or was it like? Did they did, are they making fun of Ben Shapiro, or did Ben Shapiro lift that, or is that just a YouTube thing? Like, watch this person get fucking owned. Uh, I'm just, was it the chicken or the egg? Is 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 the uh, is the bottom is the bottom line? Um, speaking of YouTube, I, I've been crushing Architectural Digest. I I love too. I'm realizing the places in. If you haven't watched YouTube, Architectural Digest YouTube, do yourself a favor. Get on it as soon as you can. What I don't know, or what I'm curious of, is is who are these places for when they're not like like there's celebrity. There's a celebrity one where it's essentially MTV cribs, and then there's a and then there's like the, you know, Beverly Hills NYC penthouse. We're like this penthouse could be yours for your first two children to become sex slaves. It's like what? It's it's very. Uh, th- it's you know it's it's always a ridiculous price. It's like, do you want seven hundred thousand square feet in Soho? Be prepared to sell your daughter to a European trafficker. Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't get, and the thing is like, not only do I I don't I don't get the space. Who needs that much space or wants that much space? Has a family that much money? I, I, I get are places for people that have multiple homes. You know, you're not. You, if you have one place and it's a twenty million dollar place in in Manhattan, you're an asshole. You know, you really. If you bought it for twenty million, if, if it turned into twenty million, God bless you. You deserve to, you know, a show on uh, like TV talking about investments. But I just... I There's no... Like, I was watching this one. It was like a Soho loft. It was super eclectic. There's... There wasn't one regular spiral... Like, one regular staircase. Everything was like a spiral staircase or a steel staircase. Just, like... A drunk... Like, forget children living in this place. If you got drunk in this place, you'd fucking break your head. You'd crack it open. Without a doubt. Everything was steel. It just wasn't pleasant. Like, I don't, I don't get who... Well, that's something I've realized. People with money have no taste. I feel like, which it's 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 no fault of their own because they're too busy making money to want taste or to to realize they need or should have you know taste. But yeah, I've been just crushing Architectural Digest. Love it. If here's a th- here's a couple things you should watch. Uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you if you if you want to jump in, my favorite. They uh, got one of the. It's like nineteen. 19 and a half million in the Hamptons. It's like six different houses on one structure. Uh, watch that one. That one's good. And there's another one in the Hamptons called The Sandcastle, which that was like the first one I watched months ago. And I, I think the third or fourth week of quarantine, I saw in the paper, that was the highest rental. So, all, you know, everyone's been like... uh the New York Post has been shitting on all these people going from Manhattan to the Hamptons and, like, disrupting, the like, the Hamptons' local environment. Like, I gotta be honest, I, I have no sympathy. They, they, they own homes in that area, and they give the locals, you know, their yearly nut. Anyway, besides the point, uh, the, the Sandcastle place I saw a couple months ago on, like, March, like, 27th, It got rented for, like, two mil from, like, the end of March through Labor Day, and it's the highest rental ever, which, uh, it's a quite, but the thing is, that's one of those places, like, there's parts of it, you're like, who would fucking live in this house? Like, parts of it's a classic Hampton's home, the other part is, like, we had a, you know, bowling alley, like, I don't think you have children if you live in this, you know, if you live in this place, and if you do, they, they are probably raised by a nanny, you know? That's what I'm coming down to. Um, by the way, I'm coming off a walk. So if I look sweaty in these clips, my bad. Uh, I'm coming off. Not a, sorry, not a walk. It was a run slash walk. Yeah, yesterday I did I did sprints yesterday. I went to, I went to the old fields. Glory days where I, I grew up playing uh, sports from like pretty much just lacrosse. From like ages, literally first grade to senior year of high school. And uh, I tried running sprints for the first time uh, since college. I, I was walking I was like this is the first time I've I ran sprints since college. I was like, you know what? I didn't run sprints in college. I, I ran a bit in college, but sprints like you run in high school, no. Um but tried tried running is the is the key word because it was fucking brutal. Oh my god. It was one of those things like there was no more excuses. Like I tried running a 17, which is a goal line to... if In soccer, I think it's like the the, the goalie box, like the goalie crease. I don't know what they call it in soccer, but it's a goal line to that line. One t- one way is one. The other way is two. You do that 17 times. So you set, you do a 17. I got to five. I literally got to five and almost died. Granted, that was the end of like my... My, my workout quote-unquote i tried doing a couple like solo indian runs just made a fucking fool of myself but it was one of those. Like i realized like there's no more excuses for me like you ever like it was one of those things like you ever you ever throw your jeans in the dryer and they come out and you're like oh yeah i, I think uh, or you, you try an old pair of jeans on for the first time in a while and you're like oh i think these were in the dryer last since the last time i wore them it's like not that your thigh's fucking ballooned up. You know. You just you know, or like you go to a store and you try on like you like I wear a size 32 jean, right? 32 waist. 31 to bring on the band. Not trying to break. Uh, but you try you try like a thirty two on in the store and you're like, Wow, these uh these are pretty snug. Like your your legs just look like sausages trying to get out of that plastic shell like the plastic casing it's in. And then you 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 take them off and you're like, "You know what? No, I it, it really is I I just worn these regular size jeans in so much that they they started to forgive my fat. That's all it's come down to." It's like, "Oh, this is mislabeled. This isn't a medium. This this is a this is actually a small. They must they must do that at the store. It's like, "No, you're just a fat fuck." That's what it is. Okay. Um anyway, Like I, I, don't know. It's like you, you try blaming it on the dryer. It's like, oh, it's a hundred percent the dryer's fault why these jeans don't fit. No, it's a hundred percent the fact that you eat two breakfasts before noon. That's what it is. Um. All right, what else? What else do I want to yammer about? Uh, where are we? Oh, 12 minutes. Holy hell! I got another eighteen minutes to fill. Um. Uh, you know what I was doing? Here's an idea. This is a good idea, by the way. This is, a, this is a, a pretty good idea. So I've been watching old, like, ESPN has been, like, doing reruns of old sporting events. And I think what ESPN or any, like, uh, channel or even, like, YouTube could do this. They should have, like, rebroadcast it with broadcasters in 2020 quarantine so you're watching like the 1999 masters but you have like who does who, who who announces the masters uh sorry for sniffling in the mic i got some uh allergies who announces of course who announces Masters? Okay, Brent Musburger did it. Uh, Jim Nance. All right, how did I fucking forget that name? Okay, so you got Jim Nance to announce the 1999 Masters, but in 2020. So he can give us like updates on what these people are doing. I think that'd be sick. You know? It'd be like, oh, this guy, uh, Ernie Els, Uh, or, like, young Tiger Woods here on this par five. Uh, little did we know in 1999, this guy had a serious sex addiction. And I mean serious, I mean family-breaking, news-shattering, ruined his career for a decade, but he comes back and wins the Masters in 2019. and Like, stuff like that, like, give us, like, you know, like, this guy, he, uh... You couldn't really do it with like if you were doing like a football game, you could be like, you know, this guy got accused of arm rob like like DeAndre Baker just got accused of arm robbery. Did he do it? We don't know, but they could be like, you know, DeAndre Baker. First round pick. Oh, that'd be oh, that's the fucking idea. You could do sports, but then do I would I would watch the NFL draft if they like if they showed the two thousand draft and then talked about each player, but from the 2020 perspective, oh, that'd be fucking fantastic. Like, oh, this guy's a fucking bust. This guy got accused of armed robbery. This guy actually did do an armed robbery. This guy got, you know, cheated on. This guy cheated on his wife. Like, who's the guy that just cheated on his wife and got caught? Like, this guy, by the way, I don't get that. The uh, Earl Thomas. I don't get these memes where they're talking about his brother. Someone fill me in with that. I, I tried doing some research. Everything's kind of like, you know, as scandalous as these uh, fucking uh, like ESPN. Like, they're just starving for stories. They're not really talking about whatever the memes are talking about. And Earl Thomas's brother fucking his wife, or he wanted to... I don't, I don't even know what it is. But if they, they should start re, re-airing the draft. Even like NBA, MLB. I've never seen the MLB draft. I'm not even sure it's on TV. But if they, like, because MLB would even be better because some of these people, there's so many people in, like, double-A. Like, oh, this guy, number one pick by the Tampa Bay Rays, he only made it to double-A ball because of a serious drinking injury. That is, like... They could even bring these people in and be like, yeah, I shouldn't have got behind the wheel that night. You know, it was a long night in in Port St. Lucie, and I just, I thought, uh, I thought I had it, you know. Sort of like I thought I had a baseball career, but, you know, it just didn't pan out. Like, that would be so much fun to watch. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's my great idea. Um, ESPN, you can have it. Yeah. this guy, third round pick by the New York Jets, wrapped his car around a telephone pole, walked away unscathed. But man, does he? Uh, or how do we? Or there's so many like controversial picks, like like Michael Sam. You could do something funny about him. I'm telling you, someone on YouTube should do this. This is a this is a golden idea. Uh, me. With my work ethic, are you kidding me? I got fifteen minutes left, and I'm trying to get a bagel after this. I'm thinking only about that bagel. Um anyway, maybe I'll we'll do a short amount of time. i don't I don't have too much uh, other stuff. Uh, no, I know I got a text from my sister last night. She's with my parents and my brother. Uh, and she goes, she goes when you when you tell people you know when people ask what your nationality is, what do you tell them? And so my dad, my dad's born in Croatia, so I say I'm half-Croatian. And then my mom, she is, growing up we thought she was Irish, but she's she she's born in Brooklyn, parents are f- born in Brooklyn. Their parents are like Newf- Newfies, they call them. They're from Newfoundland, came down to New York. Um, did you hear that? That wasn't a fart, that was me just squeaking my desk. Um, but... They're not really Irish from Newfoundland they're like German they're English and we're not really Irish I, we just say like are other like oh you're white and you're from Brooklyn oh okay here's your options Italian or Irish we're going Irish okay that's uh it's a no-brainer um uh and uh sorry Italians um you're not listening um but uh I lost my train of thought so I was like, yeah. I, I say I'm I'm half Irish, half Croatian. But then I and I, I text her. I say I, I know we're not really Irish. Uh, I just say because I don't want to explain. You know, we're like a mutt on on my mom's side type of thing. And then I, I realized that's like my level. Like yeah, like when someone I don't like asks me, I I've told them I'm Italian actually, just because like like when people go, when people hear Croatia, like oh Croatia oh yeah. You ever been to Yacht Week? No. No, I've never been to Yacht Week. I'm at a fucking comedy club right now. You think I've been to Yacht Week, you fucking idiot? What what, what context clues besides my nationality made you think I've been to Yacht Week? So, like, or, like, you, you ever been to the beaches there? You, you ever uh, vacation there? Like, when I was nine, yeah, I was in a car for 13 days traveling to my my dad's 48 cousins that's what i was doing i wasn't you know yucking it up drinking rosé okay it was a different time uh so i won't tell them i'm croatian i'll just say i'm italian and and more often than not uh they'll just be like oh okay which is which is telling of how people think of italians in this country which i think is pretty funny um (laughs) But yeah, she was saying. My brother says he tells people who are English Anglo-Saxon, which uh, I guess is a thing. But uh, are those words ever gonna come out of my mouth? No, never. Um, All right, twenty minutes. I I wrote a pretty decent bit about uh, you know I I've, I've actually I've come like I haven't really like flushed these out obviously. But I have bits that are, are good, but I don't think they, because we're in this weird quarantine holding pattern, it's, it's like, I, like, I wrote this bit about people from Ohio moving to New York and how moving, you know, like they're always like h- shitty hipster people. They're like, oh, um, how do I say this? It's like, oh, I moved here from Ohio to, you know, to open a candle shop in Brooklyn. Okay, that's, you know, that's kind of, that's not a hack, but that's, like, you know, standard. Like, okay, th- those people exist. And then it's, like, from, like, and, th- and then these, these are the same people. These, these transplants are the same people that always go, there's no more real New Yorkers. It's like, yeah, you know what? Uh, the New Yorkers left for Long Island because people like you moved to New York. Like 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 oh my hometown in Ohio sucks. It's like I think it sounds pretty ideal, given the fact that you're not there. It's like objectively better since you've left. Like where are the real New Yorkers? Um, I'm not going to tell you, but they're moving to your town in Ohio because you're making it too expensive for us here. Okay, that's what that's what's going on. And there's more to it. It's it's I, I wrote some stuff about like uh, like where like the New York, real New Yorkers moved to. Blah blah blah. And uh, I, I wrote, like, a couple beats and tags and stuff, or decent ideas for it. But, like, it's like if I went on stage, say, like, this quarantine ended tomorrow, and I tried this bit out. It, people are like, wait, you're still talking about those people? Like, we just had a national pandemic. And the thing is, like, I I, I think pandemic jokes... I feel like 3 weeks back to when con- like stand up starts, pandemic jokes, quarantine jokes. I feel like people want to laugh about other stuff. Granted it's like we're through the lens of quarantine, but like are people really going to get up there and tell jokes about like turtles or like cotton candy or pop tarts? Like I think they are. I think that, that, you know, give it three three weeks, four weeks, give it three months and I'll be back to that. But, like, knowing how knowing how I know topical material works in clubs and in, in stand-up comedy in general, I don't think quarantine... But then, like, I think quarantine is now on the level of, like, it's like a 9-11 thing. It's a World War two thing. And if you... Like, I've seen some, like comedy history docs where they talk about how like um like up until I think it's like I think the Mad magazine documentary they talk about uh how there was or the National Lampoon documentary. I forget which one it was. But they talk about how up until that point there was like between nineteen forty five and let's call it nineteen seventy that's What's that? That's uh, that's 25 years of built up like Nazi jokes and World War Two jokes. And that's stuff from the early 70s, late 60s. It's tons of like, you know, making fun of Hitler and, you know, how Jewish people dealt with like the camps and stuff like that. And I guess like am I saying we're going to be talking about the quarantine for 25 years or am I relating the quarantine to the Holocaust? No, I'm not. But I'm saying from like a standard perspective, is is this moment big enough for us to joke like is, is there someone gonna make a career in front of live audiences out of quarantine material? I don't think so. I don't I think you know, you can obviously have jokes about it, like you're gonna need to have jokes about it. But uh is quarantine gonna be the dominating thing in comedy for, you know, a quarter decade, a quarter century? No. Like I I don't think so. And how soon are, like, regular jokes going to be able to come back? Um, time will only tell. Uh, that being said, guys, thanks for listening. Please tell a friend to listen. Uh, I'm on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher. I'm trying to get some traction on Reddit. This this podcast will have one of those stupid Instagram clips, even though it takes me so much goddamn time because I'm a one-man operation. It's Kyle Maragetz. Please tell a friend. Listen. listen to older episodes. Tell friends. Listen to older episodes. Have a good one, folks. See ya.